Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. So on this podcast episode, we are going to dive into part two of our five-part series on how self-care can make you more money. That's right. We are talking about how having a solid and in-place self-care lifestyle and practice in place can help you not only live a more joyful and fulfilled life personally, but also make more money and be more fulfilled professionally as well. So part two dives into not settling for less than what you deserve. So you have to remember that you are running a business and not a charity. So this was one of the biggest obstacles that I faced when I was building my brand, um, particularly in the social media influencer space. So I would work with different brands with social media campaigns, whether it was doing a blog, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, videos, photo content, you know, whatever the project was, but they would want me to work for free or at a deeply discounted rate. And so let's just get real for a second. I can't pay my rent with lipstick. You know, I can't put gas in my car with a new cool t-shirt or sweatshirt. And, you know, I can't buy groceries um, with a discount code. You know, I need actual tangible money in order to be a professional and doing what I want to do. And I need actual tangible money in order to live the lifestyle that I want to live. So I had to learn how to up level my game first from an inside job internally. Like how was I showing up for myself in order to externally be able to be my own advocate and really um, negotiate on my own behalf and know what value I was giving and what worth I and what worth I was providing. So it started as an inside job. I had to first up my game and knowing what I was worth, knowing what value I added, and to no longer disrespect myself by working for free or by working at a deeply discounted rate. And so through healthy self-care practices, you can really, you know, um, strengthen that muscle of self-confidence, self-esteem, self-value, and worthiness. So when you show up for yourself in your job or your work or whatever brand that you're trying to build, you know, you're not going to allow someone to disrespect you by essentially asking you just to work for free. Like, hey, can you do this post in exchange for product? No, I can't because my time is valuable. The content I'm creating is valuable. And what I and the service that I'm providing for you is valuable, and I need to be compensated accordingly because I know the lifestyle that I want to live, and I know the freedom I want to have by doing what I love. So, let's discuss a couple of ways that you know awakening the power of having standards is in alignment with not settling for less than what you deserve, and how that will make you more money. So. Having and enforcing standards and boundaries is one of the most effective ways to activate your power, not only personally, but also professionally. So people condition you on how to treat them and you condition people on how they treat you. So think about in any business, if someone is like, these are my rates, this is what my standard is, and these are what my boundaries are, you what? You respect that person. You look at them as a professional in the space. You take them seriously. So if you come across as someone who is wishy-washy, who never says no, who never pushes back, who has no standards, who has no boundaries, then what? You look like an amateur and you don't require respect. Therefore, they're not going to respect you. 
So making sure that you write down what your boundaries are, what your standards are, you know, what your minimum rates are. A negotiation, you you never want to say what your rate is. You always want them to put a number out first. But you know, we can do a separate podcast on how to negotiate. But right now, we're just talking about knowing that everything is negotiable, and you have the power to negotiate on your own behalf and to be your own advocate. So, going back to that, having standards and boundaries also allows you to keep your own cup full. And so you don't feel burnt out. You don't feel stretched too thin. You don't feel exhausted, not fulfilled or worn out because you feel like everyone is taking it from you and no one is willing to, you know, put back into your cup. But if you don't require people to fill you up, if you don't know how to fill back your own cup, then you will be exhausted and you will be empty and you will burn out and you will give up eventually. You know, if you're, if you're being stretched too thin, even if you like look at Ariana Huffington, you know, she's one of the most successful female entrepreneurs out there and now she really advocates for self-care and for particularly when it comes to sleep and rest you know she actually had passed out I think she like hit her head because she was not sleeping and going you know full force a thousand percent so you have to be able to set not just professional boundaries but personal boundaries when it comes to your profession where you can say personally I'm not taking emails after six o'clock um, you know, these are the windows for my email. So you don't feel you always have, even though we have our phones, we kind of have that pressure to feel always on and always accessible. The way you do that is to create boundaries. So I'm doing work emails from nine to six, or I'm doing work emails from two to 10, you know, whatever works for your lifestyle, but just create those boundaries, you know, no social media before eight, no social media after six or whatever it may be. But just creating your own personal boundaries professionally and personally that fit the life, your ultimate goal of the lifestyle that you want to have. It's not cookie cutter. It's what works best for you. But you are the one that has to implement that. And then you are responsible for, for making sure that other people respect it by making sure that you respect it. So when you get blurry on your boundaries, then other people will get blurry on your boundaries. Because remember, you show people how to treat you, not only by what you allow them to do to you, but by how you treat yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest things, because if you see someone who treats themselves well, who honors themselves, who love themselves, who enforces healthy boundaries, then you automatically kind of fall in line with that. But if you see someone who doesn't take care of themselves, who doesn't have clear boundaries, who doesn't have great standards, who isn't you know, really present for themselves, then you, what, you sort of dismiss that person. So you treat people, well, you show people how to treat you by the way in which you treat yourself first. And secondly, by the way in which you allow them to treat you. And so for you guys, I have a little bit of a bonus for our part two. So the first bonus is talking you through a self-esteem building practice that will help you enforce boundaries and standards personally and professionally. So this self-esteem building practice is think about, you know, your best friend or the person that you love the absolute most on this planet. You know, who is that person that you just love and adore and you just want them to live their best and happiest and most fulfilled life. So think about that person. And when you have that person in mind, think about situations that you've had, whether it's personally or professionally, where you're unclear, 
you're unsure, you're insecure, and you're not really sure what to do. What you need to do is do this practice. So the first thing is ask yourself, what advice would I give to the person that I love the most on this planet? What advice in this given circumstance, what advice would I give that person? Write it down. Say it out loud. The second question is, how would I want the person that I loved the most in this world to be treated within this given circumstance? Next, what does the person that I love the most in this world deserve in this moment and in this experience and in this given circumstance? What does the person that I love the most deserve? And lastly, how would I want the person that I love the most in this world to respond to this circumstance? So it's what advice would I give to the person that I love the most? How would I want the person I love the most to be treated? What does the person that I love the most deserve? And lastly, how would I want the person I love the most to respond? So write down those answers, say them aloud, and realize that that is the exact guidance that you need to apply to this circumstance. Because yes, we all love our best friends, we all love amazing people in this world, but the person that you need to honor and love the most is yourself. So let that be your guide when you're making personal decisions and professional decisions. How do you want the person that you love the most to be honored and treated in this given circumstance? And additional key questions to ask yourself is, what do I expect of myself in terms of honesty, trust, respect, and accountability? And then what do I expect from others in terms of honesty, trust, respect, and accountability? And then you want to make sure that those actions are in alignment with those expectations. What do you expect of yourself and others? And the action that you take toward yourself and the action that others take toward you. You want to make sure that those are in alignment. So let that be your guide. When you are unclear and unsure on how to move forward or a decision to make or what's going on, how do you want the person you love the most in this world to feel? And that person is you.